This is News Radio 78, WBBM Chicago. It's 1255. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. Daniel Webster, statesman and orator, once proclaimed in a speech, there is nothing so powerful as truth, and often nothing so strange. He might have added that nothing is so elusive. The story I bring you is preoccupied with truth, searching for it, finding it, losing it, but those who seek it are unaware that their most difficult problem is recognizing truth, even when it stares them in the face. Why won't you tell me the truth, Bruce? Why do you hide it to make others hide it? You claim you know the truth. You lie. I don't know, and I have to know. Now tell me. Get out of my house. Our mystery drama, Diablo, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Nancy Moore and stars Marion Seldes and Michael Tolan. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Tuesday on CBS Television. If you thought you could never be frightened by a television movie, what happened in Salem's Lot will change your mind. Is something evil killing the people, or are they killing each other? David Soul stars in Salem's Lot by the best-selling author of Terry. Tuesday on CBS Television at 8, 7 Central and Mountain. Honey, we're having cheeseburgers like we've never had them before. We are? Here's your fork. My fork? Yes, your fork. fork. My bun. I want my bun. Mm. Our cheeseburger macaroni is a blend of tangy cheese, hearty macaroni, and savory seasonings that give cheeseburgers a whole new meaning. Well, did you miss the bun? <laughs> what bun? Welcome to Meet the Media. Thank you very much. Today I am interviewing radio. Hello. Television. Take a look at this. Oh, newspaper. I've been around the longest. Yeah, but you can't change channels on a newspaper. Well, you can't put a TV in the bottom of a birdcage. Interesting debate. Radio. Mm-hmm. How's your listenership? It's up 66% since 1967. Newspaper? Yes. How's your circulation? It's, uh... <clears throat> Right. But I'm happy to say our advertising rates have gone up. Radio? Because the cost of radio advertising has not increased as much as the other major media, it's a better deal. And what about the cost of television? Film at 11. <laughs> radio in heaven. Mm-hmm. What about creativity? Well, there are four of us sitting in a room pretending to be a radio, a television, a newspaper, and a human being. That's amusing. Just an example of radio's creativity. Mm. Radio. Red hot. Because it works. For the advertiser trying to fight the rising cost of TV and print. The Radio Advertising Bureau can send you more facts. This station can send you more customers. Journey with me now to Avia, New Mexico, to TV station KOKD and the office of its manager, Charlie Benson. Seated at his desk, he looks through the glass doors at an approaching whirlwind. Her name, Carlotta Quintana. Her very walk 
bespeaks what she is. A beautiful, powerful woman who knows how to get what she wants. Knows, too, that charm serves her purpose better than claws. But hidden claws wait if needed. Much more is hidden. What wise woman reveals all her secrets? Charlie glances at the war clock. 7.50 p.m. Well, look who's early. For you, early. For anyone else, late. Anyone else rehearses the program, but not Carlotta Quintana. I'm early to bring you glad tidings, Pet. My rating is down. Hmm? Beginning tonight. Up. <laughs> and up. <laughs> and up. You found a new cause. Better than a cause, a crusade. Charlie, all New Mexico will listen for months. Who or what gets exposed this time? Carlotta Quintana does not rehearse her program. Tonight, tune in at 8 p.m. Station KOKD. When have I ever missed the voice and conscience of New Mexico? Only so you can worry about your foolish little ratings. Now you're worried, too, and that's dandy. Oh, what do I care about numbers? I care about people, my people, Spanish Americans like me, but not blessed like me. The dear, quiet ones, tired, confused, frightened, mistreated. <laughs> I am resting. Bravo. Keep it like that on the air. <laughs> been called the conscience of New Mexico. And tonight I speak to you of a man without a conscience. Fifty miles from this thriving city of Diablo, a town sick and dying. What illness is upon this place once happy and healthy? The illness of that man sick in his mind who has doomed countless families to oblivion by cutting off their only source of money for no reason. He has closed the turquoise mine where they have toiled all their lives to make him rich. He repays them now with starvation, turning Diablo into a ghost. Does the ghost not haunt him? After tonight, I predict it will. There has to be a reason, moral justification for what he has done. So until I question him myself, give him every chance to defend his actions, I will not reveal his name. Tonight, I will go to him in Diablo. I pray that Diablo, devil, is not the true name of that man. Are you crazy, Carlotta? You can't go to Diablo alone after what you said on the air. Oh, what to be afraid of? The townspeople? And for the people. They know that. Afraid of your mystery man, whatever his name is. Now, come on, who is he? Bruce Elliott. Hey. Which is right. Yeah, but he's also a drunk and a sot. And I'm not afraid of him. I've got to know why he closed that mine. The real reason. Wasn't there a cave in there a couple of years ago? Yes, a few miners were hurt. One was killed. That's sufficient reason to shut down? Is that what he claims? No. He claims the mine is worked out. But he lies. But his people love him, so they believe the lie. They're too simple to understand anything about the geological aspects. So how can they know there are still rich veins of turquoise there? Then why does he close the thing? That's what I mean to find out. Maybe. What I start, I finish. And for the answer, be sure to listen tomorrow night. Yes, listen to Carlotta's soap opera. Don't you dare call it that. It is tragic life, those starving people. Skip the dramatic. Save it for your broadcast. I'm going. Senor Bruce Elliott lives alone in a mansion. He's letting go to see no servants. He opens the door to no one. So it looks as if I will have to open it myself. Good evening, Mr. Elliot. 
You're in the habit of walking into houses without being asked? Inspector Angel's here to tread. I am Carlotta Quintana. I know who you are. Leave the way you came. Not before you tell me the true reason you closed the mine. Get out of my house. Now. I will leave only when our business together is finished. Business? A woman comes to a man's house alone at night for only one reason. Take your hands off me. Why? You're here, uninvited? Why else would you come? I told you why. The mine. Why are you murdering this town? Why does one man wreck 500 families? Any fool except you knows I closed the mine because it's worked out. A lie. The mine is not worked out. I have proof. What proof? Well, I won't expose you to all New Mexico. If you'll agree to open the mine. You have no proof. Get out of my house. And out of my town. The mine belongs to the town, not to you. I will make you reopen it. Ah. The miners love their poor Senor Bruce. But after my program tomorrow night, they'll hate you. Because I have proof. Geological reports are notarized statements from the mining company that wanted to lease the mine when you refused. And all say it is rich. Now, will you reopen? No. Hmm? Then good night, Senor Bruce. I will picture you tomorrow night listening to Carlotta Quintana. I suggest you have a stiff drink in your hand. All right, Quintana. Senor Bruce has a stiff drink in his hand. Now let's watch his stupid show. And I've kept my promise to you. Last night I went to Diablo and talked to the man I needed so much. To understand. Now, I give you his name. Bruce Elliott. Big news. But, dear friends, I was wrong about Bruce Elliott. The name Diablo does not suit him at all. I know, I know. Because he told me his true reason for shutting down the mine. The devil I did. I said last night he had no conscience. I ask you and him to forgive me. Bruce Elliott's conscience gives him no peace. He closed the mine because in spite of safety devices, there was a cave-in and someone was killed. No. He blamed that disaster on himself and vowed there would never be another death. Last night, I helped him to see his greater guilt, his stifling of hope and human dignity. To the charm serves her purpose better than claws, but much more... Senor Bruce Elliott has promised he will reopen the mine. Step by step, I'll bring to my audience the story of a town and a man reborn. I go now. My rating is down, hmm? Beginning tonight, up. <laughs> and up. <laughs> and up. You found a new cause. Better than a cause, a crusade. Charlie, all New Mexico will listen for months. Who or what gets exposed this time? Carlotta Quintana does not rehearse her program. Tonight, tune in at 8 p.m. Station KOKD. When have I ever missed the voice and conscience of New Mexico? Only so you can worry about your foolish little rating. Now you're worried, too, and that's dandy. Oh, what do I care about numbers? I care about people, my people, Spanish Americans like me, but not blessed like me. The dear quiet ones, tired, credit for making you a hero. Instead of what you are. What are you, Bruce Elliott? Hmm? <laughs> you don't answer. From now on, you will be what I make you. Now, about the reopening of the mine. The mine will not reopen. 
Go away. Leave me alone. Turn my back on tragedy that can be remedied. Why are you doing this to me? Not to you. For you. And for those people out there. You know the whole town are outside your courtyard. Silent. Waiting for word from you. You will open the mine. Not because you're decent or care. But because you are afraid not to. Afraid of you? No, of them. They know the truth now. The mine can still yield. Refuse them and... Senator Elliot, do you know what happens to Spanish blood when it turns from love to hate? Yes. That crowd out there will turn from innocent, hopeful miners to a pack of jackals to tear you apart. Now, you have two choices. Open the mine or leave Diablo. It's all the same to me. If you leave, the mine will open because before you go, you'll turn it over to me. So that's your game. Money for you, not for them. Not one cent for me. All of it for them. A cooperative mine. Now, will you open it or go? Neither. I love this town and I won't go. I hate the mine and I won't open it. Why won't you open that mine? You don't know the reason. You lied. I don't know. And I want to know. Out there, the miners know. And because they do, they won't turn into jackals. But why do you hide the real reason and make them hide it? I won't have her name... Get out of here. Her? A woman is the reason. Well, tell me about her. Talk to me. You need to talk. Inside of you, there are jackals. Talk to me. You loved her? Yes. She loved you? Yes. She left you? She died. Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry. But you have let her death make you like this, numb with drink, hating everyone but her, the miners, the mind. Oh. She was killed in the mines? Yes. Teresa. We'd been married five months. She loved the mine that killed her. It was the same day, but the miners worked. She went to take them food and presents. So small. Going down into the dark the last time I saw her. I stayed above ground. Up there. The sound of falling beams, rock walls crumbling. The turquoise she loved killing her. Someone so gentle. And those who worked in the mine. Did she love them too? Yes. They were her own. And loved you. Would she love what you are now? What you have done to her people? She's dead. She doesn't know what I've done. Are you so sure? You will open the mine for Teresa. You will open it. Go out and tell the people. I told you the truth to shut your mouth. Don't you understand? I can't bring the mine to life with Teresa dead. I do understand. No, you, you, you can't possibly do what I ask. So instead, this is what I'll say on my program tomorrow. Bruce Elliott has given his mine to the people. And the privilege of running it has been given to Carlotta Quintana. You are... I can do anything if it's for the people. Let me work with the people. Not one 
other thing that I ever ask of you, I swear it, and I keep my promises. Let me keep the one I made to those miners outside. Let me give them the gift of human dignity, as your Teresa gave. Teresa, will you make the announcement yourself? Yes. Come. No, 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 no. This is yours to do alone. I wait for you here inside. After tonight, the whole thing is yours. All yours. Remember that. I remember. Now open the door. And tell them. Quiet! Quiet! For Senor Teresa. In her beloved name, the mine will be open. who wrote, Truth is the highest thing that man may teach. But as all the truth been told by Bruce Elliott, by Colada Quintana, it was Hamlet who said, The time is out of joint, O cursed spite, that I was ever born to set it right. Remember, our story is called Diablo. Is there some devilishly cursed spite not yet revealed? Presently in Act Two, we may be answered. Good by day needs permit to feel good by night. That's why you'll love the Certified Sleeper. Luxurious soft comfort plus deep energy support. You get both with every Perfect Sleeper. So remember, be a good sleeper. Be a good sleeper. It's a healthy endorsement in yourself. If you'd like to fly to UWA frequent flight bonus, fly TWA. Just 60,000 miles in the U.S. during the next 15 months and get two tickets to Europe free. One for you and one for an eligible family member. Other bonuses start at just 10,000 miles. For details, call your travel agent or TWA, the only airline offering two free tickets to Europe. You'll always find a season's best harvest in Jewel's Farm Stand Market. And right now, we've got the best of two worlds. First, summery tropical fruits like papaya, kiwi, coconut, and oranges. And savor one by one, or in the most delightful fresh fruit salad. Then there's harvest fresh squash in so many delicious varieties. Choose acorn, green hubbard, bright buttercup, and more. All specially priced at Jewel. We've got your year-round favorites, too, like crisp, fresh cauliflower. Perfect for dipping at its crunchy, natural best. Or serve it steamed with butter or a creamy cheese sauce. No matter how you like it, you'll like Jewel's price. Because through Wednesday, cauliflower is only 29 cents a pound. So come in and choose as much as you like from the farm stand market at Jewel. That's some pickings. Diablo Turquoise Mine has been open for the past seven months. Teresa Mine Number One. Three months ago, Teresa Mine Number Two opened. In complete charge of both operations, Carlotta Quintana, while Bruce Elliott stayed entirely away. This morning, Sanchez, an old miner, has come to Carlotta's office near Mine Number One. Buenos dias, senorita. Speak English, Sanchez. What can I do for you? Oh, look, please, senorita. 
Things are not right. And the number, the money is not right. The pay set? Not the right amount. Hmm. Well, that is right. I can keep the checks myself. There's no possible mistake. Oh, it's too much to take out, Sarah. Since I work hard in Paris and mine, money is not enough. It's not like before. <laughs> then will all of you understand that the money withheld is not taken away from you. It is saved for oh, you. Gone, Sarah. It's not here. Look at me. No, not gone. It, it's not in the check. But it's kept for you, just like in a bank. Now, you are a member of a union now. And the retirement fund is for the day when you're too old to work in the mine anymore. And the health fund for when you are sick. And I have more good news than so soon. Diablo will have a hospital of our very own. Everything is done for you, and still you don't understand. And why have you come here to me? All complaints go to the union first, and then to me for arbitration. How do you understand that, too? Now, off with you. Here comes Pietro. We have an important business meeting. It's already delayed. Now, go along. <laughs> and give my love to Maria. Come in, Pietro. You're late. You, uh, you wanted a full report. The survey took longer than we thought it would. And the report? It's not good. Uh, obstacle? Yes. The site where we plan to start excavating the mine is too near the arroyo. It is not safe. Yes, sir. The land under there is rich with copper. Pass it by. No, no, I'm not giving it up. It is possible we can get at it another way. How? No, you, you would not understand. What do you care? How? I do care. I'm not a figurehead, yet, so I mean to understand everything. I learned a great deal when today's mine number two was planned, and now I will learn more from number three. Now tell me. Come in. Oh, Bruce. Stand for a trumpet, please. Bruce Elliott has come out of retirement. Out? You have? High time, what? isn't it? I'm all right now. It's ridiculous not to go back to work. Well, of course you're all right. But I made you a promise I won't break or let you break. Oh, come on, Carlotta. I was a drunken fool then. I'm sober now and a lot wiser. I need something to do, and you need someone to help you. Yes, you need something to do, but not with the mind. Why not with the mind? I just won't take the chance of opening a wound. And besides, I don't need help, you know that. You think I'm still a weak No, no, and we'll find what's right for you. I'll find it. You've done everything else for me. Do you have to do that, too? Ah, Bruce, am I a managing woman? <laughs> I despise women who try to manage men. You're not managing me right now? I'm taking care of you. That's different. I said once you weren't a woman at all. I take that back. I wasn't a woman then. Now you're all woman. It's what I want to be for you. <laughs> about your going back to work until we find what's exactly right. Would you take over the building of the new hospital? Would you check the plans, negotiate with the builders, supervise everything? Why not? I'm set up with being a gentleman of leisure. And if you don't stop looking like that, I may get fed up with being a gentleman. <laughs> you are all right. <laughs> You'll see. So, shall we look at the hospital plans? Yes, let's go to La Masita's bar and talk it over. <laughs> a bar in the morning? I, I'm not that much all right. The fruit punch, not the rum punch. Oh, wait just a minute. I want to lock up. Why do you always lock everything, Carlotta? Desk, files, doors? 
No one lost anything in Diablo. No, it's just an old habit. When I was a little girl, my mother's jewels were robbed. Priceless heirlooms. I guess I'm just conditioned to luck. Well, why haven't you got any help here? There's got to be enough work for three secretaries. Well, if I needed one, or three, or ten, I'd have them. But don't you remember what I said seven months ago about my energy? I just have to use it or I'll go mad. That's why you don't suck your TV program? When you and I are partners in some not-yet-dreamed adventure, then I will give up the TV program. Let's go to Mama Cedars and drink to that undreamed-of venture. I think I'm already beginning to dream it. Tell me. No. When the time comes, you will tell me. Why are you looking like that, Carlotta? Like what, Charlie? Vibrant. Radiant, all the Spanish in you taking over. Usually it means you have a new scheme cooking. <laughs> you know me very well, don't you? Too well, better than you like. <laughs> Tell me, what's in the wind? Lately you've been prowling around the state capitol. Something choice going on there? Tune in, Carlotta Quintana, tonight, and you'll find out. The last time you said that was a year ago. Your red-hot scheme then was Diablo. All right, I'll tune in. Now, take a look at this chart, sweetheart. Our ratings shot up like an arrow. Can you believe it? For a whole year, fans listening to Quintana yak about a mine. Not a mine, three. And not just mines, people. My fans listen to what I've done for people. Oh, sure. Jobs, welfare funds, old age, pensions, the union, and now a hospital just completed. <laughs> Bruce did an incredible job. Bruce? He's rating with you at the top of the chart and mine in the pits, right? Oh, come off it, Charlie. You've known for a long time you and I aren't exactly what we used to be. Yeah, yeah. All right. I take it because I have to, but don't push me too far, baby. Don't let this station down. I'm right here. What's the worrying about? I don't know. I never know with a manipulator like you. Another beef about Bruce Elliott. It gags me all the stuff you say about him on the program. How he helps all your dear quiet ones. In case you don't know it, you know, that is really a disgusting phrase. Oh, and I stayed entirely away. This morning, Sanchez, an old miner, has come to Carlotta's office near mine number one. That is right. I think you could check my friend to do with that empire you're building. Without him, there wouldn't be any empire. Why shouldn't I give him credit? His money opened three mines, built a hospital, gave hundreds of people work. Oh, never and... mind. I've heard it all before, Carlotta. Just quit drooling over him. What have you got to... Buenos dias, senorita. Speak English, Sanchez. What can I do for you? Uh, look, uh, please, senorita. You're not right. The numbers, the money, you're not right. The paycheck? Not the right amount. See. Well, that a trick? I'll try to. Let's not quarrel. Bruce and I built, but you and I built something too. This station. Which you choose to forget. And everything else between us. I haven't forgotten. I never forget anything. Except promises. You promised we'd go far together. Have the world by the tail, you and I. That we'd... Well, let's see. Look, it's five minutes to eight. You better get to the studio. Charlie, do I really talk too much about Bruce? I'll stop. Beginning tonight. Watch the show. I won't even mention Bruce's name. Dear friends, exactly a year ago, I first spoke the name of Bruce Elliott on this program. I spoke in error, and through these last 12 months, I've tried to make up for that unjust libel. I've told you about his giving, always giving to the people. This day, 
another benefit is completed. A hospital to serve those who work in the Teresa mines. It stands a symbol of all that Bruce Elliott has done. On this first year's anniversary, I salute him. Never have I respected and admired a man so much. And that, my dear friends, is why tomorrow at noon, Carlotta Quintana will become Mrs. Bruce Elliott. Telling me you wouldn't mention his name and then you mock me. Why like that? Because you tried to tell me what to do and no one tells Quintana and you should know that. I know, all right. I learned the hard way. Wait till Bruce learns that poor sucker you conned in the marriage. Darling, I'm so sorry I can't invite you to the wedding. The only guest will be the dear, quiet one. Oh, I'm sorry for that disgusting phrase. But I shall miss you. The devil you will. And I might not hold my peace when the priest says that bit about if anyone knows reason why this couple should not wed, then the groom would know what he's getting. He's getting what he wants, and soon I'll get what I want. Beyond the wedding ring? Oh, yes. And now I have to run, but I'm truly sorry you won't be there tomorrow to hear the announcement I am going to make at the reception. You're quitting KOKD? Nonsense. No, I told you. No, you're not quitting? Of course not. Goodbye, darling. I'm Mrs. Bruce Elliott. I'm too full of happiness to make a speech. Only an announcement, my friends. The state elections are in three months. The, the what, darling? And I want all of you to vote. It's your right, your privilege, your duty. And I trust you will all vote for my benefactor and my husband. What? Your own uh, senior Bruce is running for governor of New Mexico. Bruce, I never dreamed you'd take it like this. I thought you'd be happy, be proud. All, all I am is knocked out. But don't you see? I promised to find the right thing for you, and I have. Something worthy of you away from the mind, so you won't be reminded of the past. Oh, my love, you will make a wonderful governor. Yeah, you, you think so. No one else. I stand without important people at the Capitol. They think so, and they want you. Dearest, the governorship is what you're made for. At last, the pattern will be cut to your cloth. This... This whole thing put together behind my back. Why won't you understand? I love you and I have done it for you. Let, let me think about it. Getting married today was a giant step. Now you're asking me to put on seven league boots. But <laughs> who better to take great steps to do great things? Well, of course. Think about it. That's all I ask. And whatever you decide is all right with me. I only want what you want. In our search for truth, another stripe has been added to Carlotta Quintana's character. Charlie Benson called it by name. A smart operator, he said. A manipulator. Is the accusation fair and unprejudiced? Or is it the biased invective of a man discarded? In Chapter 3, shortly, the conundrum will be put to Bruce Elliott. A railroad car clatters through Pennsylvania's coal fields almost a century ago. Its only passenger, a doctor named Matthew Shields, beginning a 16-year special assignment for the American Red Cross. In railroad yards, on sidings, and in the great terminals, Dr. Shields would convert his home on wheels into a classroom and teach first aid and occupational safety to industrial America. 
And all along the way, local physicians were enlisted as Red Cross volunteers to continue the teaching efforts. When the car rolled to a stop for the last time, two million people had learned first aid. The effort was called a good beginning, but only a beginning. Today, as the Red Cross begins its second century, we are proud that America still looks to us for first aid training. Now we teach over three million people every year, and we still say it's only a beginning. Red Cross, ready for a new century. You can hear the sound of savings here at Polk Brothers Warehouse Sale. 8300 West North Avenue next to Maywood Park Racetrack. Thousands of Polk shoppers taking advantage of a major Polk event. Six months of cooperation with hundreds of brand name manufacturers to bring you inflation busting super buys like these. A Carrier 9000 BTU 3 speed air conditioner, $269. A Toastmaster 2 slice toaster, $995. A General Electric 10.5 cubic foot refrigerator, $348. Brand new, brand name, with free factory warranties and service. And Polk Brothers still gives you free delivery. A Schweiger full-size sleeper with Herculean cover, $288. A maple rocking chair, cake with price, $36. The whole family's always welcome at Polk Brothers Warehouse Sale, acres of free parking. So remember, the place, Polk Brothers Warehouse in Melrose Park. The time, nightly, including Saturday till 10, Sunday till 6. The event, Polk Brothers Warehouse Sale. And you're invited. Elliot somewhat reluctantly agreed to run for governor of New Mexico. At television station KOKD this Friday night, Carlotta Quintana has just signed off the air with a promise of a surprise for her followers on next Monday. Now she walks into Charlie Benson's office. If Charlie were not in his usual bad mood, he would be on guard, for Carlotta wears the crafty look he knows well and fears. If Bruce Elliott isn't elected governor by a landslide, it won't be his wife's fault. Charles, darling, if you object to my politicking for Bruce, I'll stop. That chance. No, no, I promise. Not one more time. Not ever again. Will I sully your beloved airwaves with my biased approval of Bruce? I do promise. Mm-hmm. And what's Monday's big surprise promise? That's the promise you'll keep. I'll keep both. They're the same. What? I can't campaign for Bruce on Monday night or any other night. Because I won't be here on Monday night or any other night. What? Oh, don't be so dense. The Monday surprise is that someone else will be taking my place. As of now, you have my resignation from KOKD. Carlotta, you can't do this to me. I've done it. Bruce wants me with him on the campaign trail. How can I refuse? You can refuse anything you want to refuse. Ruin what you want to ruin, and that's me and KOKD. Oh, come on, sorry. The rating is at the top. It'll stay there. I'll see to that myself. I'll send good copy to anyone who replaces me. And that's what you can announce on Monday. Quintana temporarily replaced while she is being a, a dutiful wife. My fans will love that. Well, I don't love it. And I'm not building up your husband once you're off the air. Please stop being jealous and listen to me. Monday, in my time spot, I'll see that Bruce gives a half-hour talk. Not a vote for me political speech, a scoop. An expose. The very kind you always like me to do. I've turned up all kinds of political skullduggery in the state house. You see? Now, you feel better? No. It's very juicy. And I'll pass it along. I promise. Now, trust me, Charlie. <laughs> Carlotta, I have loved you. I've hated you. I've admired you. I've despised you. And I have stood in awe of you. But trust you? Never. Oh? 
I, uh, I wasn't expecting any. Have we an appointment? No. Your butler, or whatever you call him, said it was all right for me to wait. I'm Charlie Benson, KOKD. Oh, yes, of course. I remember you now. We met the one time Carlotta allowed me to go with her to the station. Funny how it makes her nervous to have anyone with her when she's broadcasting. Not like her at all. Very funny. Carlotta's a funny girl. I'm sorry she isn't here. She's gone. I know where she is and when she'll be back. I made it my business to find out. Oh? She'll be back about two hours from now, and she's up at mine number four. Or is it a hundred and four? Those minds multiply like rabbits, don't they? Look, I didn't come to see Carlotta. I came to see you. Sit down, Mr. Benson. Would you like a drink? No, thanks. I need all my wits. You're making it sound as if I'll need all of mine. You will. If this is about my talk on KLKD Monday... Yeah, it's... I haven't. <laughs> then it's asking to use my influence as a husband to keep Carlotta doing her program on your station. No, again. I'm here to tell you a few interesting facts about your wife. Am I to infer that this is a case of kiss and tell? You can infer what you please. You've been inferring for a long time where Carlotta's concerned, and when I'm finished, you won't infer anymore. You'll know. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Benson. I already know all about you and Carlotta. She told me about her whole life. I don't care to listen to any supplementary detail. Your potential voters would care to listen. Oh, blackmail. <laughs> I thought so. Carlotta goes back on KOKD, or you tell the voters Charlie Benson and my wife had an affair. Affair? That's all she told you? <laughs> like a fool, I thought for a minute she did tell you all about herself. What she really is. What she's done to you. To everyone she ever touched. Mr. Elliot, let me introduce you to your wife. My wife is back for mine 104. Bruce, you're drunk. No, I wish I were. I tried. Numb, but not drunk. Yes. What is it? What's happened? The world came to an end. The campaign, something's gone wrong. Whatever it is, we'll fix it. We'll Carlotta fix... can fix anything? Yes. Well, tell me. Uh, that, that ring. All those flashing diamonds. Where'd you get it? You gave it to me. No, I didn't give it to you. Well, your money gave it. Now, for goodness sake, don't bother about rings. What has happened? I want to bother about rings. I want to bother about all the jewels and the cases I broke open. About the, the bank books stashed in the safe, the storage tickets for furs I didn't buy. Shall we bother about those things, Carlotta? Whatever you said, Bruce, whatever you found out, I can explain. Yeah, I bet you can. Deny everything, huh? It won't wash. Charlie Benson gave me chapter and verse. Deny everything? Not at all. I admit everything. You admit <laughs> every rotten thing? Understand, I don't have to admit anything. Half the time, Charlie was guessing. I'm admitting it because you had to know sometime, and the time seems to be now. Oh, yes, you bet it's now. Now, first, let's clear up a touching lie that I told you. I said my elegant mother's priceless heirlooms were stolen, and this accounted for my compulsion to lock and bolt, let thieves break in and steal. Well, my mother and I... I never knew who my father was, and neither did she. Ma and I lived in a one-room adobe, poorer and dirtier than those of the miners I've been slaving to help. You can still claim you're helping them? So will you, when I finish. The only heirlooms we ever got our hands on, my mother stole. She wasn't very good at it, and that bred in me a compulsion to steal death. If you think you'll get sympathy by telling me about your pitiful childhood... I don't need sympathy. I want cooperation. 
sack as you need. From me? Now? Have you the gall to think I I don't... have the gall for anything. If it takes me where I want to go. I believe it. You fleeced every worker in the Teresa mines. Taking their money for a dozen welfare schemes that don't exist. Formed a union huh, with dues paid to you. Then salted their money into jewels and Swiss banks. I don't need a brush up course in what I do. And fleeced me too. Oh, I'll you out in it as deep as I am. I put you there and you haven't any squawks coming because you have as much to gain as I have. By what twisted reasoning do you figure that? I pushed you to the governorship and I'm going with you. And after that I'm going farther and you're going with me. I'll tell you where you're going. To your office and open your books. The books I now understand why I was never allowed to see. We figure out how much you stole from the miners. We sell all that loot. Liquidate stocks, bonds, and bank accounts. Every rotten cent will be paid back. Shall I tell you why you never saw the books? There aren't any books. No records. None. None. It's a safe one for the examiner. How long did you expect to get by with it? Indefinitely. When anyone got sick, I paid, didn't I? When a husband died, the widow got his savings. And don't say that people haven't been helped. Schools, a clinic, a hospital, a meeting hall for the union. My money bought those things. And have I ever said it didn't? And said it publicly. What I didn't say, what did I cling you out to? <laughs> you shouldn't have left me do all the banking such a sweetheart. Nothing going in, everything going out into the Swiss banks in my name. <laughs> Anyone who replaces me. And that's what you can announce on Monday. Quintana temporarily replaced while she is being a, a dutiful wife. My fans will love that. Well, I don't love it. And I'm not building up your husband once you're off the air. Yes, I still run for governor. I know you will. Clear me and you cover your own self with pits. Do you imagine anyone would believe you went in this with me? They'll even think you pulled off the whole scam and I was the patsy. I've taken great pains to build you up, Bruce. And you've got so you like it. You want to be governor. Admit it. I admit it. I can't be now. Won't be. The people have to know you for what you are. They won't know me. They'll know you. And remember my warning from before. When men of Spanish blood turn from love to hate, they are jackals that will tear you apart. And not you? No. My camouflage was too clever. And if you think you'll get Charlie Benson to back you up, I took steps to discredit him today. And I bought KOKB. Very important to control communications, my dear. You think I didn't know Charlie was a threat? I used him and the station as long as I needed them to get a following, and I got it. Statewide, next step, my own show on national TV. That first broadcast when you sank your claws into Diablo, did you know then exactly how you'd get what you wanted? I knew what I wanted, but not how to get it. And when I stumbled on the fact that Diablo's starving, that broadcast was no more than a phony crusade to get more followers. But when you took one look at me... A sentimental weakling living in the past, drooling over Teresa. I knew you were my man, a man who could be manipulated. And still can. Yeah, you'll win the election. Stay with me. I will make you president. And I will be the first lady of this land. It won't work. You'll crash like the mind falling. You're a mad woman. And you're a wife. So like it or not, you're coming with me. It's too late to turn back. Yes. Heaven help me, it's too late. Oh, my darling, I used you, tricked you, I did, but I love you. I, who never thought I could love anyone. 
In every way, you are my man. Your man. Under your spell. And we are together in this. Bruce. Together. I knew it. I always knew. Now, this Monday night on KOKD, you'll do an expose of the governor. He's been on the take. The governor? Is that true? No, but half the voters will believe it. You'll be so vague that he can't refute it at once, and then the bad seed is planted, you see. And I'll write it all out for you. I know exactly how. I'm going to... Never mind. Just... Just write it. And you'll just read it, my soon-to-be governor. And I'll sit here listening, the way you always listen to me. Now, uh, you'll start with a quotation by William Cullen Bryant. Truth, crushed to earth, shall rise again. Ladies and gentlemen, truth, crushed to earth, shall rise again. Oh, darling, come on to me soon. Truth has been crushed for a very long time. Especially have the workers in the Teresa mines been crushed by lies. But now the truth will rise. No. Carlotta Quintana, my wife, Stop. has perverted the truth. <laughs> victimized us all with treacherous cunning. But tonight her double game comes to an end. No, Quintana rushes to a wall safe, pulls out jewels, stocks, bank books. But while she fills the suitcase and downs an ermine coat, Carlotta forgets what she has warned her husband of more than once. Ready for flight, she steps out on the veranda. Behind her, the door closes and locks. Without sound, materializing from the darkness, appear the quiet ones. She wildly fumbles in her purse for keys that are not there. The figures are converging, massing together. Carlotta turns, facing them, cringing against the door. Thus she stands until the silent, inexorable men of Spanish blood blot her from sight. I'll be back shortly. on the subject of truth. However, this one I quarrel with. Said Cicero, nothing is sweeter than the light of truth. Sometimes sweet, 
More often than not, I dare say. But the truth was not sweet. Can my Greek friend argue this? In the unveiling of Carlotta Quintana. Our cast included Marion Seldes, Michael Tolan, and Mandel Kramer. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Look, I'll give you my phone number. You just call me. And you better give me yours. We've got to keep in touch. We will. I wouldn't want to lose you now. Uh Uh-huh. Don't worry. There is no way you can shake me, brother. May? May you haven't heard a word I said. When you listen? Yeah, I heard, I heard. You pick a drugstore, you go in to knock it over, and instead you get knocked over. Because the guy in there looks like you. He didn't look just like me. He's my twin, my identical twin. We're brothers. Oh, spare me the hearts and flowers. But what good does that do us? Did you get me dough or something? No, no, not yet. But then you know me. I will. When? Just as soon as his old lady kicks off, he'll be rolling in it. And we'll be on easy street. This is E.G. Marshall, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Exciting money-saving warehouse sale is going on right now here at Pope Brothers Warehouse Store in Melrose Park on North Avenue next to Maywood Park Racetrack. From our furniture department, a Herculon-covered sofa, $500 value, only $299. From Pope's Portable Appliance Department, an insecticide bug light, $28.88. From TV, a Magnavox six-hour VHS video tape recorder, only $638. From Polk's Major Appliance Department, a Magic Chef family-sized microwave oven, $239. The magnificent list goes on and on. Every department slashing prices on top-quality brand names to bring Polk customers shopping our warehouse sale extra value. Enjoy new carpet for the holidays. Alexander Smith Plush and Loop, $9.99 a square yard installed over sponge rubber pad. Remember, you still get Polk's huge trade-in allowances. Use Visa, MasterCard, or Polk's revolving charge. And enjoy shopping time nightly, including Saturday till 10, Sundays until 6.